Welcome back to another episode of Medical Mindfield. Today we're going to explore the perilous world of pandemics and diseases. We've all been living the reality of the pandemic COVID-19, but the world seems to have moved on. Finally, Zoom is starting to give me headaches, and I'm so sick of medical dramas droning on about COVID. So sorry in advance for any mentions of the dreaded coronavirus. Later on, we'll be trying to take over the world with our very own pandemic, Monstritis, in Plague Inc. Disclaimer, this is just a game and please do not start pandemics of your own. This is just a bit of light-hearted fun. We do not support pandemics. But firstly, what is a pandemic? Well, I'm sure most of us know by now, but it can be best defined if we know what an epidemic is first. An epidemic is an outbreak of an infectious disease, and a pandemic is an epidemic that is spread across international borders, or at least a large region. According to the World Health Organization, three conditions have to be met for an epidemic to be classified as a pandemic. One, a new virus subtype emerges. Two, it infects humans and causes serious illness. And three, it spreads easily and sustainably among humans. But Shreya, how are viruses spread? Generally, there are four factors involved in the spread of viruses. The size of the population of opportunity, essentially the number of people who can be infected. Two, the number of days the virus stays contagious. So if the virus is contagious for a longer period, then there's a higher chance of transmission. Then the number of people with whom an infected person comes into contact. So it's not the best idea for an infected person to meet up with a ton of people. And then finally, the probability of contracting the virus from contact with an infected person. Or put simply, the chances someone will pass on to the, the virus to you. I think there's something to be learnt from the past pandemics and the ones going on currently. If you paid attention in history class, you'll know all about the famous pandemics of the past and present. Smallpox, influenza, rabies, tuberculosis, leprosy, typhoid fever, bubonic and pneumonic plagues, malaria, HIV and AIDS. While these were once our pandemic royalty, in recent years there have been three new mainstream influences. Coronavirus, monkeypox and Ebola. Ebola was first announced in May 2017 and is caused by a virus. Symptoms start suddenly between 2 and 21 days after exposure to the virus and it originated in non-human primates, so apes, and mutated to infect humans. There is currently no vaccine or cure. Next up, coronaviruses. Well, I think we've all had enough information on this one to last a lifetime, but just a few quick highlights. Coronavirus is a virus which is many different strains that all infect humans. The SARS outbreak started in 2003, but the outbreak more well known to us is the strain COVID-19, which caused a global pandemic in March 2020. Symptoms generally appear one to two weeks after exposure to the virus, with illness lasting up to three weeks. The NHS states that most people with coronavirus or COVID-19 feel better within a few days or weeks of their first symptoms and make a full recovery within 12 weeks. For some people, symptoms can last longer. This is called Long Covid or Post-Covid-19 Syndrome. Long Covid is a new condition which is still being studied. Last but definitely not least is monkeypox, which was announced in May 2022, just as the Covid-19 pandemic began to fade. We just can't catch a break, can we? Monkeypox is also caused by a virus, which actually mutated so that it was passed on from monkeys to humans. No shock there. Symptoms usually appear within three weeks of exposure to the virus and illness lasts two to four weeks overall. 
Presently, while we are recording, there is no vaccine specifically for monkeypox. However, the smallpox vaccine does prove to be effective in presenting the spread of monkeypox. Although it's impossible to predict when exactly the next pandemic will occur, we sort of knew that a pandemic was on the horizon, as they seem to happen every hundred years or so. Knowing this, pandemics are random events, and with global warming and permafrost melting, scientists speculate that the ancient bacteria and viruses may reawaken, and with no previous exposure to these alien pathogens, we may be left at the mercy of nature itself. So if Mother Nature is going to take another hundred years, why not start one ourselves? So, we're going to play a game called Plague Inc., which is a hyper-realistic model of the spread of a pandemic. Simply as close to the real world as we're going to get. We're letting our virus monstritis loose in this virtual world to see how we can change the spread of a pandemic. So, why don't we start in a developing country to give ourselves the best chances at destroying the world? How about India? They have an airport and a port so our precious little bug can get around in style. So, this virus mutates rapidly and is hard to control. Darling, monstritis is a bit of a handful. Like most diseases, the initial spread is quite slow. There's not many people have been infected. So, I think it's time to level up. Time for our baby to spread her wings and fly. Of course, I mean, spread through the air. You know, droplet infection, sneezing, coughing, singing and talking may spread respiratory droplets. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Rachel, are you trying to infect me? Sorry. I thought it would help our progress in the game. Anyways, since we're in a developing country, I think making our virus waterboard would do us some good. Just look at our friends, cholera and typhoid. Those are bacterial, but are examples of waterborne infections. Ooh, a random mutation, a free anemia symptom. Anemia is iron deficiency causing tiredness, shortness of breath, heart palpitations and pale skin. And we've just hit 1k followers to our Monstritis fan club. Our fan base is growing quick. We're at 3k. Talking about followers, make sure to follow us on Spotify. We've actually got onto Spotify. Shameless plug. Sorry, not sorry. Since there are huge portions of the world that are rural, less so due to urbanisation, geography GCSE, who better to infect than sheep? We're using livestock as vectors for our virus. A vector is a guy in an orange jumpsuit from Despicable Me. Uh, not quite that type of vector. Oh, no, but he taught me that vectors have both magnitude and direction. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> no, Rachel. That might be physics, but vectors are organisms that transmit a disease without suffering the symptoms. Although an orange jumpsuit does sound cool. So far, we've been unnoticed by the world. Our goal is to spread the disease without being noticed so that a cure is not developed. I think it's time for a shopping spree. Time to spend these DNA points. Insect transmission? Check. Rash symptoms? Check. Rats and blood transmission? Check. Ooh, let's see who we've infected so far. India, Southeast Asia, Pakistan and China. So, no developed countries yet. I mean, that's what we want, to go undiscovered. In developing and emerging countries, there's often less funding available for healthcare provision. We got a lot of bank for our buck. We're now more infectious than tuberculosis and HIV. Our darling monstritis doing us proud. 
4% of the world population are now infected, including Egypt and South Africa. Look at her go. Girl bossing like always. So we kind of want to spread to more countries. So avian carrier is. Oh, dang it. We've been discovered. They're going to start working on a cure now. Time to ramp up the symptoms. Me thinks coughing, sneezing and nausea will do. Okay, but we need to make sure that we don't kill the infected before they can spread the disease. And if you thought you were safe, even the UK, France and America have been graced with the presence of our darling little virus. Not to worry though, India's cure is still at a whopping 0% completion. I wonder if we can get to Greenland. It looks pretty hard to infect being so isolated and all. Maybe if we mutate our cold and hot climate resistance, the virus may transmit more effectively. Do diseases really spread differently in different climates? Well, sort of. Temperature is a more important factor in diseases spread by insect vectors, such as malaria, which is spread by mosquitoes. We all know that, thankfully, there are not many mosquitoes in the UK, but with global warming, that's set to change. With monstritis, we've made sure to use insect vectors to help us achieve global domination, so climate resistance is sure to help. Breaking news! It is currently May 2023 and 4 billion are infected with monstritis. This virus is ravaging our cities through water, air, blood and insect transmission. South Africa has chosen to shut down all airports and there has been the first death in Saudi Arabia. Thankfully, the World Health Organization has placed monstritis on their watch list. Is this enough to save humanity? Only time will tell. So, thanks for that report, Shreya. Do you hear that? What? It, is that singing? Oh, yeah. Sounds like Ring a Ring of Roses. Time to ruin this nursery rhyme for you. During the times of the Great Plague in London in 1665, children would sing this slightly terrifying nursery rhyme describing the symptoms and death of those suffering from the plague. Now that we've sufficiently ruined your childhood, look at those DNA points racking up. I think it's time to splurge. Necrosis and abscesses? Check. Genetic hardening to slow the cure, of course. And immune suppression? You reap what you sow, pun intended. We've killed more than the Black Death and the Spanish flu. Catastrophic news. As of the 19th of August 2023, there are no healthy people left in the world. Political parties in Indonesia are breaking down and Norway is in anarchy as the virus mutates to cause internal hemorrhaging, seizures and paralysis. Look at this. Oops, symptom combo. Sneezing and diarrhoea cause unwanted accidents, lowering productivity. And the cure just went backwards to 35% completion. And here we are, the final reckoning. The last 1,000 left alive are in Finland, Iraq and Central America. I can taste victory. With monstritis, you won't be able to taste anything at all. We did it! In about a year, monstritis has successfully eliminated all life on Earth. So, seems like we're pretty good at taking over the world, but I think for now we should do it with our podcast instead of a virus. That's it for this episode of Medical Minefield. Make sure to follow us on Spotify and Instagram for further updates and for more hilarious content. 
and behind the scene bloopers. See you next time.